I feel like I don't know if we've made it sound great, <laughs> and it is it it does get great. I yeah. mean, for some people it starts great, and yeah, you know, and for some people it gets great. And I feel like I was a was a grower, not a shower. <laughs> That's actually really good. So thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of Where to Your Mother podcast. Um, we are going to be a podcast that's going to be talking about mostly parenting, but there is definitely going to be a little bit of, you know, pop culture, mm-hmm. a bit of timeline gossip as well when we get to it. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Rochelle. And I am Benita. Right. So um, I was thinking for our first podcast... We were going to do a little bit of pop culture to start with. Yep. Right. Right. So I wanted to talk about a few things. Mm-hmm. The first thing being, have you heard about the Candy Burris thing? No. Right. So Candy Burris off of, obviously from Escape and off of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. She bought her daughter Riley a $100,000 car, I think for her birthday, right? Right. And it's apparently she did not speak to todd about this her husband oh yeah okay so it's been on the timeline uh, quite a bit actually i've seen it quite a bit and people saying you know some people saying well it's her money like todd todd doesn't got hasn't got pee like that so she shouldn't have to speak to him but other people saying like they are married so it's something that they should have discussed and i'm kind of i'm kind of i'm 50 50 on it because i don't feel like she should have asked she needs to ask his permission to be fair but i do feel like she should speak to him by it because i mean even whether whether or not it's a massive gift or not like even at christmas me and my family will speak to each other and be like okay what are you getting this person just so you don't even end up getting the same things or do you know what i mean so we're on the same but page was like, she 16 i think she was it was her 16th birthday yeah. so like in, in america i suggestion to get your 16 year old a car yeah right so i mean i, I, but I just in, feel like it wouldn't she would have mentioned it in passing i feel like she probably would have mentioned oh, i'm gonna get her a car whether or not she didn't say what how car much, and how much it yeah. costs. But then at the same time, I'm with you on 50-50 because if she's paying out of her money, and obviously Riley is not Todd's daughter. Which is, exactly. Yeah. that. So he is her stepdad. And I believe he came into her life when she was already maybe like a teenager or going into, you know, teenagerhood. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe not a teenager. She might have been like 10 or 11 Because he or has something. a daughter. And aren't her daughter, she... they roughly the same age No, the, her, his daughter I think is like maybe two or three years older than right, Riley. Right, okay. But, um, yeah, that's another issue, though, because of the whole, you know, kind of blended family type thing. And obviously, would it be a different situation if Todd was not Riley's stepdad? Like, if they, if he was her dad and he still didn't make as much money as Candy, then I do definitely think it would be more of an issue. It would be more of a, okay, you need to talk about what you're buying for your, for each other, for your daughter, both of yours daughters. Do you know what? Because I saw something on this because... Um the Real Housewives Atlanta fan page on Instagram. So basically, was it BET put up the image and said, Candy, is it Burris? Yeah. Uh, made a six-figure decision that's causing problems in her marriage. And she commented and said, girl, I'm convinced these blogs made that story up for clickbait. So basically, that's her saying that's not true. But but I think maybe is she saying that 
the 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 problems in the marriage bit is not true. She obviously she hundred percent bought her daughter the car. Yeah, she bought her daughter the car. But obviously, maybe it's not causing an issue in the marriage. You've watched Real Real Housewives when obviously Candy and Todd were well, like met and they were planning to get married and everyone was saying that he was like a gold just digger on the come up. Yeah. yeah so i'm not surprised that this has all come out because i feel like whenever they come for todd it's always to do with a money aspect thing um but if it is true if he's bothered that she didn't say the price or whatever not then that's i don't it. think she has i don't think she has an obligation no to say the price if she said i'm buying her a car and that's nothing that's as much information as ah. you're really required to have as far as i'm concerned someone's commented and said sadly i believe it was a big issue because todd even stated before he wouldn't buy his daughter a range rover um on one season so yeah i think it was an issue so apparently he's on the show but see said, this is where it comes in that that's not his daughter so like you do things for your own kids that you might not do mm-hmm. you know for other kids and stuff like that and i feel like sometimes that's where it's difficult with you know with step parents and yep. things like that because some people will treat other people's children as if they're their own. Yeah. But at the point that he came into her life, it's a little bit difficult to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like once you're already accustomed, like especially her being accustomed to her life with her mother mm-hmm. and then having a man come in, th- most children do not do well with that. No, they don't. They actually don't. And I feel, cause I can't, did Riley, did Riley ever have an issue with Todd? I when, don't know if she had an issue with I, him, but she would have definitely had an issue with him if he was turning around saying that she can't have that bloody car. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, if I was in a position where I'm with someone and they... Mm, would I feel away? I may be, On a kind of, like, on a slight jealousy thing, if my partner or husband or whatever, if he bought his child something of an extravagance that I know that I could never afford to buy my child, I would probably... Feel a type of way, but I would, yeah, I wouldn't agree with you. Yeah, I would feel a way about that, but that's my own personal issue because it's not like it's like, oh, I can't do that, yeah, and like, oh, you can do it for your kid, but I can't do it for mine, and then I can't ask you for money to do it for my kid because then I can't contribute for your kid, like, yeah, so I get that aspect. But but do you think that that's like realistically, once you get married and you've both got kids, shouldn't you be like, those are like, we're all one family type thing? So if you can buy something, because do you know what this is like? This is like the whole thing with the woman, with the mum who got £600 from the baby dad, from one of her kids' baby yeah, dads, and then uh, the other two fathers didn't contribute anything. Yeah. But realistically, they are all one family type thing. So if you give money, right, you can't really expect that it's just, it's all going to go in one place. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, even to me, maybe in America, school supplies and stuff like that, they cost a lot of money, clothes, I don't know. But $600 is a lot of money, I, right? Do you know what? I bet if you think about it in America, I feel like cost with certain things are high because I feel like they have to pay for like a lot of things like for example like healthcare well it's true but that's the thing if that $600 was child support right Mm. I'm sorry but you cannot be telling you can't tell people how to spend that really as long as the children are looked after the way that you spend it is the way that you spend it if it was like I'm giving you $600 to buy this specific thing and this person doesn't buy that okay then you're taking the piss but if you've given $600 and that's your child support then she has every right to spend it the way she wants to spend it which because she has a whole a family with other children, do you know what I mean? You, she's expect like you would expect her to to spread the love. Yeah, which I, is how I kind of feel with the whole Todd and Candy thing. I kind of feel like they've got both got kids. Like they should be getting the same sort of things. You don't want to have one sibling with some things and another sibling with other things. No. Like they should be on a level playing ground realistically, whether yeah. they're like full siblings or not. Do you know what I feel? If it is an issue, I think. 
it would more be a pride thing from Todd, if anything. Because if he's clearly stated that he wouldn't get his daughter a car for her 16th birthday and Candy's gone out and got her a car, if it is causing a rift or whatever not, the pride thing comes first and then the money thing, if he finds out after how much he spent, would definitely kind of like... But then him saying he wouldn't buy his daughter a car is not necessarily the money thing. That's him saying that's a that's a different parenting style type thing. And I think that's another issue mm. where people have different parenting styles and parenting techniques. And somebody says, I'm not going to buy my child that because it's over the top, extravagant. And it's like, yeah. why would I spoil them with things like that? And that someone else says, well, I'm going to get my child every single thing that they can have. Like, I'm going to do whatever I can for them yeah. type thing. So there's a there's a difference there of, of opinion, really, as well. Yeah. So that could just cause something in like, why would you do that? Because why why do you feel the need to spend 100 grand yeah, on a car true. for a 16-year-old? For a 16-year-old. I mean, I don't understand this whole sweet 16, let me buy well, all these extravagant things for my child. That. Anyway, that's too much. Do you know why? Because we've when we watch, when we used to watch Super, My Super Sweet 16, obviously these kids that were featured on there, their parents are quite wealthy to throw them these extravagant parties yeah. or whatever not. But at the same time, like, the normal 16-year-olds, you don't really know what they get for their 16th. Like, for example, do you know, like, well, when you turn, like, 17 or whatever for your birthday, you'd get, like, driving lessons and stuff. Like, no, uh, well, I paid for my own driving lessons first. Okay, well, like... But when I was eight, was I 18? My mum bought me a car for Christmas. Okay. But it wasn't, a like a nice car no but it's just like <laughs> it was just a, a startup car yeah. which is obviously like and i don't think that that's over the top and i think if you can do that for your kids and that's a great thing to do but i definitely think for a first car there's absolutely no reason to be spending that much money it's just but this is this is a thing that i i have an issue with with image as well and when my child is at a certain age where probably social media will probably be probably bigger than it is now is seeing certain things people her age have and i just don't want her to feel like you need to have that so other 16 year olds are seeing that this girl's got a hundred thousand pound what make of the car was it do you oh, know it was like a, pop, a lamborghini or something why but why like i always even that that my, might be alternative facts it yeah. was definitely like a, a high a high brand car i feel like it was lamborghini I'm but i feel sure. like even at my when obviously i would like to learn I would like to have a car by next year or be have a license, whatever not. But I know that my car is my first car is going to be like crappy, not crappy, but you know it's not. Well, mine be... was. I had a KA. Yeah, and they are not. They are not. You're going to have your. <laughs> you're going to have your. That's that's when people say that's when you really learn to drive when you're driving by yourself. Mm. You're going to have a few accidents, a few nicks and acts, whatever not. And to be honest with you, I really am not impressing anyone. I'm going to find out how much this like what car it was, and how, how, ah, here it is. She got her a uh, new custom Porsche. Oh, a Porsche. Right. I knew it was some sort of luxury car. But having said that, right, if it calls image, Todd's clearly here in the picture, standing there, smiling next to the car with the family. So I feel like if it was really yeah, that but much... Yeah, at the end of the day, whatever it is, whether it caused an issue, it's not going to break up a marriage. I don't feel like that's something that you can end a man marriage over. He, you need to stand and smile. Grin and bear it, whether you like it or not. Do you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? File for divorce? No. It's not that serious. A lot of people in the comments are saying that she shouldn't have a Porsche. It should be something like a Honda or something more low-key. Well, that's basic people, isn't it, with basic money? <laughs> she, she doesn't have basic money, so let her have what she wants, but anyway. Um, but, but yeah, so that's that. And then the second thing I wanted to talk about a little bit, I don't want to go too deep into this because I feel like it is a very serious subject. And like I feel like it's, it's a little bit deep and it's quite sad. But, you know, there was a little boy, a nine-year-old boy, yeah. um, who apparently came out to his mum as gay yep. and then went to school and a week later committed suicide. Yeah. 
So the only reason I want to touch on it is because I have definitely seen it again on the timeline. And there was a comment about basically how does a nine-year-old, first of all, identify as gay? And second of all, what does our nine-year-old know about suicide? And so many people going in on this person who commented this, right, saying like, obviously people say that they knew that they were gay from when they were born and mm. stuff like that and and i do feel like there's an element of like i feel like children these days are do know about being gay and stuff or about homosexuality and stuff like that just from just from the media yeah school there's other kids around there's so many things like i feel like they do know that but i i find it hard to believe that they really understand the concept of it do you know what i mean because obviously they don't see it in a sexual way they might just think i like boys better than i like girls or i like girls better than like boys Mm. but i don't feel like you can 100 percent like understand that at that age so i read um an article that was saying basically like you know when like if teenagers commit suicide their brains are developed in a way that they can think about the pros and cons and decide like i'm gonna say rationally but obviously committing suicide seems like an irrational thing to do but um you're talking about entire ways of ways to no 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 i'm talking about they can think about this is something like what is the what are the consequences of me doing this like what ha- yes like yeah. they understand like they they can think through mm-hmm. right is this a, is this the thing that i actually want to do or not yeah. right but apparently children of the little boy's age who was nine they don't their brains are not developed in that way they can't think about consequences Mm -hmm. so realistically it's like you know children they will they do what they want to do they think i'm going to do this right and then do it so they don't have the capacity to go right let me think about whether or not i want to commit suicide let me decide whether this is the right thing to do with how it affects my family and my you know and the rest and the fact that my life is over and stuff they don't have that so if he if he found if he knew about it Mm -hmm. and he thought right this is what i'm going to do and he just did it yeah he does his brain doesn't have the capacity to be able to do that I mean, I think it's really, really, obviously, it's, like, really sad. I'd be devastated, obviously. Like, any parent who loses a child through suicide or even just loses a child, loses a child. like, you should never bury I couldn't, your children. literally, I would, I, don't, I can't even imagine. I mean, I, I read one article, which basically, to give background, is that, so, the year before, him and his sister were bullied a lot at school um, for the year, and his mum was constantly going to the school and complaining and asking them to help, and from her point of view she wasn't getting a lot of help back so over the summer she basically had a conversation with him and he came out as gay and then he also came out to his classmates when he like i think his first day back at school and he was taunted and i think the mum said actually that he was told to you should kill yourself and clearly that's what this little boy's come home and basically like yeah do you know what yeah i'm gonna do that and he's done it. The only thing they haven't stated in any articles is how, and I guess maybe for legal reasons, I guess, because of his age. Um, not to say, like, I need to know how, but it's just not being stated in the article. Um, but that's the thing, though. I do think there is this thing where, I mean, because of the age we live in, people need to talk about their ch- talk to their children about these sorts of things, you know, about being gay and stuff like that. But realistically, as a parent myself, I don't really want to have that conversation with my child. Like, mm. I, I actually feel like sometimes, like, sometimes children are too young for some things yeah right and i feel like people want to bring all these things in all the time they're putting it in the cartoons and stuff i don't want my child to see that i'm not gonna lie i really don't and i feel like it is a difficult thing 
to like it's even difficult really to talk to your child about a woman and a man which is supposed to be the norm yeah supposed to be the norm i say but <laughs> no do you know what i mean but obviously yeah. i'm not saying it's abnormal to be no but yeah it's difficult gay, to have that conversation yeah i feel like it's even difficult to really explain like and when kids say why 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 and i'm just like i even don't know why like, there's so many questions so, annoying. so to go into something like that it's difficult but i think in terms of like on an emotional level maybe obviously not describing the acts that people do and stuff like that and yeah in that way but obviously just saying like at the end of the day there are some people who are like this and there are some people like this mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with either of those people and we need to treat everybody in a nice way yeah is the way to do it with your children i feel like mm-hmm. and i do feel like the parents of the children who kind of brought this other child to committing suicide they should really be ashamed of themselves and their parenting skills. I think it's shocking. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? 100%. But then the school as well. The school obviously the has school, some explaining like, to do. They've got a lot of explaining to do. And and it sounds really, not, it sounds, for the people, or the child or the kid that ba- that told this person to go and kill themselves. Again, like, they must be feeling really guilty. But that's the thing. People will say, but well, they're just kids. They didn't yeah. mean it or they didn't know what they were saying. No. And at the end of the day, they probably didn't mean it or know exactly what they were saying. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel like you can really put that accountability on, on children in that way. Mm. But in the same way, this little boy has taken that on and he's obviously had some sort of issues. And I know in some of the things I've read that the mum feels like it's her fault and she feels really guilty and stuff like that, um, which is a hard thing to deal with as well as yeah. being his mother. But... I don't know if you can put it on the kids. Like, I don't feel like they necessarily understand oh, no, no, the implications no, of No, not like putting on the kids, words. but like when that children or child, when that child is old enough and starts to understand, that might live with them for a very long time. Oh, 100%. When they're older and they begin to understand, like, I said this thing that I didn't mean, it was flippant, and that person is dead as a result of what I said. Yeah, oh no, 100%. Uh, but have you, because you watch 13, 13 Reasons Why. I, I did watch 13 Reasons Why, and... I you didn't felt, like it. I liked I liked the series, but realistically, when you get to the end of season one, and I'm sorry, but if you haven't seen season one, you should have because it's on season two now. Yeah, <laughs> it was ages ago. But when you get to the season one, you know, you find out the reason that she killed herself. I felt like it was ridiculous. I'm I'm sorry. I don't feel like anything. Like maybe some people, and like, I think I've said this to you before. Some people deal with depression mm-hmm. and you know anxiety and stuff like that, and which maybe small things to other people are going to have a real impact in their life. And I would I would not what's the word i wouldn't like diminish that and be like okay well that was a stupid reason for you to be so upset but in this series they did not they did not address the fact that this girl suffered with depression or had any sort of like anxiety or mental health issues she just she just she just killed herself because it was unnecessary yeah like there was nothing really big happened to her the boy you liked he didn't really like you all right cool like there was some other bits like it was disappointing because i thought the second season okay i haven't seen the second season oh okay well, you know what you said about basically like she didn't have any like depression or anxiety. Not that they showed us, that and I showed. feel like that was an important part. If if realistically, for the reasons that she killed herself and stuff like that, in my opinion, mm. this might sound a little bit insensitive, but in my opinion, they needed to really show us that she she had some sort of issues because I didn't feel like it was a good enough reason. And it seemed a bit silly. All to I me. would say is in the second season, like it didn't really divulge into that. Right. So, well, there we go. But anyway, we've divulged. Um, not divulged, digressed. So I just want to give a shout out to Serena. She's currently um, smashing her way through the US Open in New York. One day when I'm rich enough, I will go. 
Um, the whole catsuit ban was absolutely ridiculous. And then she came out in a tutu. That tutu was disgusting. I was just like... She, it was mm. so ugly. I was like, <laughs> and at the end of the day, I know exactly what she was doing. I rate her for... I feel like that was a bit of a protest at the end of the yes, day. Yes, 100%. If the French, if the president of the French, of the French Open? French Open. If the president of the French Open has an issue with your catsuit, all right, she's saying, F you, I'm going to put on this tutu, right? And I feel like that's even more disrespectful to the game. I don't even know anything about the game, but that tutu was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. But at the end of the day, you can't just, what's he going to do? Ban her from wearing everything that she wants to wear? So I feel like the French president was... There was nothing. Do you know well, what, right? Pre- it's not the French president. Let's the, get that right. The, it's the president of the... <laughs> the of president the- of the French Open. But you don't watch tennis, right? But sometimes... Like, tennis is a very active sport. And some what some of the women wear, like, obviously, it's sporting gear. But you can see their butt cheeks, their curve, whatever. Serena was covered up from neck to bottom. He could just literally suck my dick. Suck your mother. If I don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like... But I just want to give a shout out to Serena because um, she really, really is amazing. And I feel like people don't really understand that how she almost died after, not straight after, like a day after giving birth to Alexis. If you want to have a watch, um, she can go on any streaming sites. It's called Being Serena and just watch her. Because they literally filmed almost everything that she went through. And it was very, very, very difficult for her. And then in that mindset for her to basically get back to health so she could that's why she's been out such a long time because her body like when you give birth your body's never the same but her body went through like a lot so I think it's really commendable that she's come back she's stronger than ever she didn't win Wimbledon but she got to the final so sharp haters and I really think (laughs) (laughs) and I really think that she will um I think there's a good chance that she'll win the US Open well Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed for Serena. Yes, I not that I'll be watching, but either way, you uh, can let I, me know. I, I'm, I don't watch. I, I, I'm, I'm at work, and I just look on. I just check the scores. So, okay. yeah. Should we get into the bulk of the conversation for this week? Yes. So this week is going to be basically, basically a brief introduction to ourselves. Yes. Just so you guys can kind of get to know us a little bit and our stories, and and you know, our, a little bit of our parenting stories. Mm-hmm. So, Benita, do you want to kick off? Yes. Yeah, so... How... Actually, so give us, like, a little bit of, like, how old your daughter, when... Uh, oh, I've just told everyone that it's your daughter. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, killed the surprise. Um, <laughs> how and when did you find out you were pregnant and stuff? Okay, so um, my daughter is now... Well, she's nine months, going to be ten months next week. Um, <laughs> so basically I found out I was pregnant um, I think maybe like April April-ish um, I hadn't been and you were what how many how far along were you at the time I feel like you were six weeks because I'm pretty sure you told me yeah I think so cause it, was, you, it was early it was early so basically like I just hadn't been feeling myself so I went to the I went to the nurse and um, I did a PT, which is pregnancy test, <laughs> and okay, <laughs> thanks for that. Um, and I think, do you know what it was? The way she told me was a bit like it wasn't basically like my uh, my nurse. Like she's basically like we're we're quite not tight, but she we always have like a chit chat. We don't see each other often, obviously. So the way she told me was very like, what's the word? 
just spit, oh yeah, you're pregnant. And I was like, what? Um, I think the first people that I called, I called you. Yeah. Because I remember I was outside work <laughs> and I called you. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that was probably, I think I just, I how I'm like trying right, to so what describe was your, it. What was your initial reaction? Were you happy about this? Were you sad? Were you scared? Were you like, undecided like were you undecided what i was everything you just said okay <laughs> um a the one of emotion <laughs> yeah the one thing that i was i think i was thinking about the most was telling my mom um because i think i found out i found out on a on a on a thursday and i was going away for the weekend on a friday so i in my head i was like i'm gonna tell my mom when i come back from the weekend because i feel like i'll think about it and then i'll be come with a decision um right so when you say you were gonna come with a decision does that mean you were unsure i was unsure i didn't know what the hell to do like just to put it out there i was i was not with anyone i was not in a stable relationship i was basically by myself and i didn't know what to do i say that i didn't know what to do but i think looking back my heart knew what to do but my head was just basically like Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Yeah. Writing lists on iPhone notes. I think I sent you a list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it was, it was like a lot. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So obviously you decided to have your daughter. Yes, I did. So we know what happened at the end <laughs> yes, of that story. Yeah. Right. But since having her, kind of what's it been like? Um... It's been, life has forever changed. Yeah. I feel like um, the first, I would say from the when she was born to about, when she was about five, six months, I think they were probably the most difficult months of my life. Purely because I didn't know what I was, I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. And um, she had colic. For some of you who don't know, colic is basically when baby have a lot of like trapped wind and they basically just cry all the time, like on and off for about five or six hours um and wow yes <laughs> and i was sleep deprived because i wasn't sleeping because obviously i had to get up and whatever not so it was a struggle i felt really low i got f- i put on a lot of weight i just felt like i was sometimes like why did i do this right yeah <laughs> like why am i doing this what's like what am what, not is it going to get better because i feel like i knew it would get better but at the time it just felt like you can't see the end no you can't see the end and everyone around me was really supportive and stuff so it wasn't like i was like by myself because i know there's people out there that literally like don't have anyone but i was very very like oh god like and then it just got a tiny bit easier like i got to know her a lot more as she got older she's like a little bit personality and then i got to know myself more in terms of being a parent and how to do things because remember that whole thing when i couldn't carry the pram oh yes do you want to tell that story (laughs) (laughs) what should i tell the story (laughs) it was the i think it was the day before i was going somewhere and some of my friends were meant to meet me and help me carry the pram and then they decided to get an uber to that place and I didn't really have any experience carrying a pram. And I think it ended in, I hit the uh, some woman in the back of her shoe and she was shouting at me. And I think that's the most, 
angry and loud and aggressive I've ever been in public because I wanted to like I wanted to fuck her up like I wanted to punch her in the face because I said sorry three times so I think the next day I met you and I was basically saying I can't and you taught me how to carry carry the pram it sounds so dumb it sounds so stupid but it's like you didn't you hadn't done it before no. and you apparently you, you were like I don't know what I'm doing I don't feel comfortable doing it yeah and I feel like people obviously if you are a new parent or there's things obviously you've got this tiny person who is you feel like is the most fragile thing yeah. on the planet and it's like i don't really want to do practicing with this child no. because do you know what i mean yeah i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to this is not my first time trying to do this and then that all goes wrong and I, we end up both flying down the stairs or something yeah like i just and i also felt like even though like no one's watching me but i felt like i didn't want to look like a new mum that doesn't know what she's doing right there was a woman on a train today i think her newborn was like three months and I was look, not looking at her, but I could kind of tell that like, being on a train by herself, and like she was by herself, was very new to her. And I just kept giving her like little smiles like, oh, but like, that's how I felt. So like the whole carrying the pram thing was just like, it's dumb now. Cause I couldn't, well, my next, uh, what's it? My next milestone is going down the escalator of pram, which I'll do today. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, but now it's like, it's completely, completely fine like for now well not for now but like she's only nine months so i've got many many years to go but and many many milestones to reach as well and yes. different things that she's going to be doing yep 100 percent. but yeah that's basically that's it yeah enjoy it now right i do i do there is times where there like, are definitely times yeah my mom says to me like Benita, you can't shout at her yes yes i can because i'm very frustrated like but then i get what my mom's saying like she's she doesn't know what she's doing but sometimes no, I but she... i i i disagree i feel like you can why not? I personally, sometimes she does things on purpose. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell the whole podcast that I've been babysitting your child <laughs> since yesterday. I've had I've had the little one overnight, Saturday and Sunday, because we're recording this on Sunday afternoon. And I had her, and I definitely think she does things on purpose, okay? Yes. Because she was kicking me, mm-hmm. and I knew, I, she was not doing it just because she can't control her limbs. She can definitely control her limbs, and she'll do things or she'll smile at you and she's giggling and she's she's so i think that she's so smart and she's literally she knows exactly what she's doing yeah she was giving me and i knew she was doing on purpose so i was like yeah (laughs) and it's weird mom mom would when she was like three months mom's just like i took this from her she started crying like i'm like okay whatever but mom's like now oh like she's not i said no mom look watch her i call her she turns around, she smirks and goes back to me. She knows what she's doing, so I can shout. I feel like I, I, I mean, I don't like scream at her. Not, I'm just yeah. like, you know, like. Just like a raised, the tone is different because I don't want you to do this. Yeah. And I do feel like that's how children learn anyway, mm-hmm. realistically, because at that point where you can't necessarily communicate through speaking because they can't talk, there is a tone and you can tell, okay, my mum or my dad is not happy with this. Yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a tone. So that's like one the tone. What was it? My aunt used to. I think I was on the phone to my aunt, and I said, "Oh no, no, don't do that." And she was like, "Oh, try and say you'd rather they didn't." No, I'm going to say no because yeah. it's <laughs> stupid, <Yeah. laughs> and it's not like you've done it with your child and it's worked. Like, no, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell her no. But I hate people like, oh, like, just say you'd rather they didn't do that. No. Yeah, but see, these are the people. And I don't know if Vivian did this or not, but I feel like these are the people when they come with the, all these rules and these things, their children are the most unruly wayward children out on the planet. Like just doing crazy things. My mom never said no to me. Okay, well, this is look now. Look at you. You don't know how to behave. And these are the children that don't know how to behave in public. And I think that is so shameful. Oh my God. 
I sometimes I look at children and I'm just like, she would never. <laughs> I was never. There was a, I think it was in Primark and there was a, a mum and her daughter was screaming because she didn't want something. She couldn't have something. It was black mum. And I said to my mum, she's going to get her ass beat when she gets home because her mum was being really composed. Like, stop crying. We're leaving now. And I was thinking to my mum. Mum was like, yeah, you did that to me. She goes, I think we was in a Woolworths and mum told me off and I went up to a white woman and said that I wanted to go home with her. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why a white woman? Why, you I think the white women are the ones well, who are going to protect you? Well, there was hardly any black women in okay. Dagenham. So, and then my mum said, she literally said, Benita, when you got home, she goes, I don't think I ever smacked you that hard in your life. She goes, like, she goes, at that moment as a parent, like, I wanted to cry. You disrespected and embarrassed me so badly. Yeah. And I said, sorry. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm really sorry. She's like, yeah, but like, little things like that when, no, no, no. But that's the thing as well. I think it's crazy because... You see when a child does something like that and you think, oh, they're going to get me when they get home. But for me, the fact that your child is even going to do that in public in the first place means that you haven't really got them or you haven't done what you needed to do at that point in the first place because my child would not do that in public. My child is not going to act up in public in the first place for me to even have to beat you when I get home. That is not happening. No. My mum said that one thing she noticed that when we went out, I always expected to get something. Right. So she said one day, she was like, we're going out. I'm not buying you anything. And she's like, from then on, you didn't ask for anything. She goes, you'd look at toys, you'd pick them up, you'd show them, put them down, but we had no issues. Cause I let you know, I'm not buying you anything. So when I say no, or put it back, don't act a fool. So you have to let them know. Okay, well you were clearly a very understanding child. You were, I okay, was, fine. I had my moments. I, was, I think I was a bit of a terror child, but we'll get into that right. like, later stage. Okay. I think I was much a little shit. So. <laughs> okay, so Rochelle. Hello. Give us a little bit of a background of your story. So, how did you find out that you were expecting? Oh, what a, what a story, eh? <laughs> what a story. So, obviously, to, so for me, it was a complete and utter shock. Mm-hmm. And similarly to Benita, I was not in a committed relationship. <laughs> I was actually at university. <laughs> And no, I did not go to university get freshers and get pregnant like some crazy person. That didn't happen. But basically, I went to university not knowing that I was already pregnant. Yeah. And I don't even know if I should even be telling the podcast this, but realistically, I had a great time at freshers. <laughs> right? There was a lot of things that happened at freshers because everyone, anyone who's been to university knows that freshers, it's a good time. Okay. And realistically, my freshers went on for like, a good couple of months. Yeah. Because I actually did not attend a class. <laughs> I don't know why I was at uni. It was a very um, spur of the moment. I did it on a whim. It was like, I was at this point in my life where I was 20. I was 20. Yes. yes. I was at this point in my life where I was 20 and I really didn't have anything going on. I didn't have like a, st- like a career or a job. I actually didn't have a job. <laughs> I didn't have a job. So when did you stop working at TGI's then? So I used to work at TGI Fridays. I stopped when I was like 19. Right, okay, I worked okay. there for like two years. Oh, okay. And then I just had this little period where I just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Which was, this is the, that's the pretty much the only time in terms of, apart from the time when I was pregnant, where I just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I was just out, going out every, pretty much every night of the week. Like, I had a great time when I was 20, but I had no purpose in life. So I remember I said to my friend, um, 
or we were talking about it and I was like, oh, should we, should we go uni? <laughs> <laughs> literally, should we go uni? All right, cool, let's do that. Just went on, applied through clearing, literally not even like, this is at the end of the summer. Yeah. Like after I've done my summer, my holidays and my whatevers, at the end of the summer, clearing, everyone's ready to go. People already know where they're going. Mm. Oh, should we go uni? All right, cool. Go through clearing, got in, went to Southampton. Great. <laughs> okay, so I'm at uni. But I've gone to uni not with obviously no ambition whatsoever because I didn't even attend a class. Right. So my whole time at uni was 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 the parties. Was yeah. the partying and everything. And obviously unknowingly, this whole time I was I was pregnant. Yeah. Um so I found out when I was seventeen weeks pregnant actually. Yes. Which is quite far along it is realistically. Far along. What is yeah. that? Four months. That just is, over four months really. Just over four because I know that the the, the timeline is 24 isn't it for termination i think it's 24 weeks which i have an issue with 24 weeks is quite far along right yeah. so yeah i found out quite far along 17 weeks that i was pregnant but up until that point i had there was no issue i had no issues like mm. i didn't have any morning sickness i i was not showing a bump there was just nothing mm. no mm. i didn't have a bump mm. up mm. until i got to that 16 17 weeks prior to that i had no bump you know what? Yeah, received. Right. Yeah, yeah, I had no bump because I was out here in Southampton, yes. having a great time with yes. no bump. With crop tops and uh, crop tops, crop exactly. Tops, Hello, leggings. I was skinny. Yes, I was no, actually. Skinny, do you know what? I'm, think, I'm thinking of a. There. I'm thinking of a picture, but you knew you knew by then. So I still wore a crop top. Yes, you did. You well, did. I don't. Okay, we well, don't do that anymore. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> body's changed. Um, so yeah, that was in 2010. Um, so I basically, yeah, found out I was pregnant, told my mum, told everybody else, like all my friends, staff told you, told, you know. Okay, right. So you found out you're pregnant, you're at uni. Yeah. So obviously you have a lovely, lovely boy, but what was your thought process? What was you like, you're at uni, you're having the best time of your life, party and whatever not, and then you find out you're pregnant. So what was your thought process? Well, realistically, I got to this point, right, where because we are actually into uni at this point, I think we, it might have been December by now. So we've been there, yeah, two months. And I had an assignment that I had to hand in, but I had never been to any of the classes or anything like that. <laughs> and I knew that I couldn't do the assignment and stuff. So I was like, mm, clearly I'm sure you're not taking this seriously, so you should probably leave uni. Because realistically, I do feel like I could have, if I it was something I was taken seriously and I found out I was pregnant at that point, I could have continued with my studies at least for the first year. Mm. Do you know if I'd finished first year and then deferred and gone back or whatever and done that. But I clearly wasn't taking it seriously. So I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. So I moved back home. But um, prior to me deciding that I was going to leave and move back home, it, I was definitely not decided on what I was going to do. Mm. Actually, no, I was decided on what I was going to do. I was 100% going to terminate my pregnancy. Yeah. So I had my um, my termination appointment booked and everything in the clinic. And yep. yeah, the, the date was there. It yeah. was time to go. Mm-hmm. But me, being a person who likes to Google things, <laughs> yep. I don't know why as well. Well, anyway, I like to Google things. <laughs> so I Googled like what a fetus is at that kind of time, like at that stage in your life and stuff like that, mm-hmm. in their lives, 17 weeks. And it was too much for me. They have like, fingernails and stuff which i feel like in my mind is something that's quite progressive yeah. you know if you've got fingernails mm-hmm. you're probably a lucky person now yeah so it then uh, the guilt got to me the guilt got to me yeah and realistically i do think if 
it had it been six weeks or something, there there's a possibility that he he wouldn't exist. Yeah. But because of the timeline, it was just something that I consciously I couldn't do. I just I couldn't do it. And it might sound really crazy to people because people think, well, you were in no place in your life to do something of that magnitude and bring a child into the world. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you were clearly had what well, on like in terms of like relationship status, mm-hmm. you were clearly single. Yep. You clearly had no job and you just <laughs> bloody left uni. Right. <laughs> with, and you didn't even attend the class. Like you were just a hot mess, like shambles. And it sounds like why would you do that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I do think that when you get to a point where you're already in that position, mm-hmm. I couldn't knowingly terminate my pregnancy when I knew that, you know, they was he was so far developed. Yeah. That's why I said I have an issue with the limit on the termination. Oh, right, yeah. Because it's like 24 weeks. I'm sure that, yeah. You're, ha- you're basically, you're halfway through pregnancy when you're 20 weeks. Yeah. So 24 to me is a madness, but that is another story for the day. Right. So, but yeah, no, actually, what I was going to say is one other thing as well. So I told all my family and stuff, like my mum and my dad, <laughs> and they were just perfectly fine. They were like, oh, okay. My dad was like, my dad made this joke. He was like, oh, the other day I was just saying to my friends how I'm the only person who's not a granddad. Ha, ha, ha. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, oh, well, I guess that's changed. Well, So I guess he was the last one or whatever. But nobody was like, oh, do you want to think about this? Oh, like, maybe you're a bit young. I think because at this time, and when, I think a lot of people feel like this, when you're 20 years old, people are like, well, you're not a teenager. You're yeah. not a teen mum. Yeah. You're, you know, it's fine. You're an adult. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah okay realistically now at my age i'm like 20 is a child okay yeah. you should be a child you've just you've it's just ridiculous you've just you have stopped being a teen like literally less than a but year i feel like the mentality that people around me had was you're 20 you're an adult you're not a teenager you can do this you're, you do you're this, old enough yeah. nobody was like okay do you want to think about this oh okay my mom was not like at any point to me are you sure do you think this like let me tell you how hard it is to be a parent or let me tell you how hard it was to raise you and your siblings and stuff like that no one was like let's have a conversation about this everyone was like yay happy there was happiness okay (laughs) and i felt at the time obviously i don't know what i'm letting myself in for anyway so everyone's positivity is just like okay cool i'm having a baby yeah everyone's fine with it i'm gonna have a baby baby. yeah but I i will say like i had a great pregnancy no issues i at one point i had some back pain but other than that no issues, no morning sickness. Everything was absolutely fine. Yeah. I didn't even really put on that much weight. Neither did I. I really didn't put on that much weight. It was just afterwards. Well, anyway. Um, but <laughs> well, I didn't when I say good... just afterwards, I meant for me, not for Rochelle, by right. the way. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine. Was any... <laughs> no. Um, and then, yeah, but I didn't have a good pregnancy emotionally. Emotionally, I didn't feel... It's not something that I was really celebrating. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people, they have this experience and it's the best experience of their lives and they're growing a person and they feel so warm inside. And I did not feel that way. I felt like... No. I don't even know how I felt alone. I think I just felt alone. The same. I didn't... Like, when you see on social media and stuff, people that are pregnant, like, most of them you see, they're in a stable relationship and they're both like bringing love into the world and they're blah 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 and oh my god like gender reveal Probably parties something they planned, i hate yeah. gender reveal parties stop having them and stuff like that but f- i felt like being a single parent 
or about to be a single parent where you just don't have that you, who no. are you celebrating with yeah exactly do you know what i mean you're yeah. just on your own and no. you're just like i know i'm very aware that i'm on my own yeah so okay exactly cool, great and there's nothing to be like it's not something that's like i would i've never seen being pregnant and being a single parent glamorized as of yet um have you i mean to not no. like, like in terms of like because a lot of people well um, actually these white celebrities now most of them yeah. they're just adopting black babies and they're just on their own single parents yeah because they've got the money and the resources well exactly but i don't know necessarily know if they've glamorized it no but, but I, they I, do, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't even thinking of black type like a lot of people like some people that used to work at work that have come and they've like oh my god like you have a baby like blah 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 you're like oh you didn't put anything on your instagram like no because do you know what I mean? I'm not po- I'm not posting bump pictures and stuff like that because I'm not happy. I'm not posting freaking bump pictures with a massive poem underneath. I don't have time for that. And like, also, I feel like I was quite low key in my pregnancy in the sense of it being on social media because I didn't really want people to know. Do you know what? You would not find a picture of me with a pe- pregnancy bump on social media. No, I t- I put one up on my baby shower. But I took it down. One, because my face was spread. But two, because I was like, no, I like, I'll post pictures of her. I don't mind. But I feel like being pregnant wasn't really like a happy time for me. My mum was bugging me. She wanted to do a bump picture every single week. I was just not on it. Yeah, she sent it to me. The collage. I have it. Jesus Christ. (laughs) The collage of bump pictures. But I didn't even do that. I didn't even do that. Mm. I didn't even take bump pictures. Like, there's very few. And now I'm a bit sad about that, to be honest. Because now I'm like, you know, my son is seven years old. Mm. So I've been doing this for a little while now. And, (laughs) you know, like, now I think, oh, I want to go back and look at me, Mm. me with my bump. No, there's no pictures. There's a few, but they're on this hard drive that currently does not work. And I'm, (laughs) I'm talking to the man in the shop and he's, he's just not giving me any answers. So I need those pictures back. Yeah. It's just, mm. so what would you say? Obviously your child is seven. So you've had a lot more experience than me and maybe some other listeners or whatever. So what would you say was like the, the, your kind of lowest moment of parenting and being a parent what would you say that was oh wow um (laughs) the whole like i'm just trying to think i don't even know at what point it went up to the whole literally okay this is gonna i'm just gonna make myself sound like a terrible parent but um you being honest yeah when i when i gave birth to my son i mean he was absolutely gorgeous everything was great but i just wasn't prepared like I was not done with my self. Like I think people don't understand how selfless you have to be, and you just can't do the things that you want to do. Yeah. Like, and that's really difficult for somebody who's been doing something like that. So I remember it got to a, there was a point where I would have like a day off a week. You know, I'm going out. I'm doing this. Blah blah blah. He's going to be with my mum or my sister, or mm. he's going to be here, or he's going to be there, and then I would go out. And I would get drunk mm-hmm. at a party or something and end up in the night bawling my eyes out about how much I did not want to be a parent. I just, I do recall this and I remember me feeling very awkward at this point. So bad. And the thing is, uh, do you know what? It's actually disgusting. Now that I, like, you, but it's you, so bad. I used to, I remember m- like many, many times crying my eyes yeah. out when I got drunk after going out being like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I actually don't want to do this. And not that I don't love at the time. Not yeah. that I didn't love him, but I don't know how much I did. Like, it's really hard to say. Like, 
I felt like there was a point in my life that I got to and I was like, I love this child so much. Mm. Like, he is amazing. But I don't feel like I necessarily felt that exactly as soon as he was born. And I feel like when you see it in the media, on in movies, on TV, yeah. it's this great story where it's like, oh my God, this child, oh, 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 I can't even leave them. I just can't leave them yeah. for one day. Or no, I was I like, no, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I was out. I was off and out and literally how can and you must people think like how can you have a day off a week from the time your child is born i remember that when i had just given birth i'd given birth probably seven okay a week i think my child was a week old i went to a party for my friend's birthday mm. and at this point i'm still like lactating and stuff my boobs are full of milk, right? And I'm in a rave, right? And they are killing me because mm. once there's too much in there, them mother, them people, they get hard, right? Mm. And it hurts like a bee, yeah. like a bitch. And I am in the toilets of this club, squeezing the milk out of my breasts into the toilet bowl. Like, oh my God. Literally squeezing the milk out because I couldn't, they hurt. They were full and I had to go in the toilet and I had to squeeze the milk out of them. I'm just in there, just just pumping, just pumping it out with my hands. <laughs> like, get out of here. Mm. So bad. Like, and people, and you don't really see people out and about having a baby one week later, they're in the club. I mean, maybe you do see people like well, that. Remember but... when I called you about that whole Jordan Sparks thing? Because I was really disgusted. No, I don't know what that was. She gave birth and a day later or two days later, she was at a movie premiere for her, this film. Wait, you were disgusted at her for doing that? Yes. Okay. Because I so felt I like, the, 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 like, you, but realistically, she's working. She's, okay, I was she's, just out. You would, no, you, but the thing is, I think what, why it really upset me and I think, do you know why it got to me at the point? Because it was a week after I had my daughter and I, not, oh my God. Okay. Again. I think it was a few months after I've had my daughter and just I felt like I could still feel like the pain I could still feel like the pain of when the breast milk came and just feeling a bit like you're not your normal pace because everything's you're oh, basically mate. your body's gone through a massive did you say it was a day after or how long I think it was like it was a like days. two days after I couldn't even bloody walk properly at right. that point and the fact that she was I, okay she's working whatever not but I'm pretty sure they could have let her off she just gave birth and she was out like looking all obviously she's got a team looking all fabulous posing whatever not and i was just like i hurt looking at you is it really that deep could you not still get paid could they not prospect like oh. so you saying that you're like the fact that you're on the toilet squeezing i'm just wincing because the pain it hurt yeah it, it must was, have literally did it didn't you, hurt to squeeze it out but it was hurting no, but like just while you, i was just there you like, feel like you have hot concrete in your breast and that they're going to explode at oh, any minute awful. and it's veiny because you i remember you kept Heavy saying to me hell. like Oh my god! When the pain, I was like, "Watch when, the... when you when you're ready to like when the milk is ready to leave. Like when when you let it build up and like when it leaves. Like when you decide to stop breastfeeding or whether you breastfeed or not, and you just don't. It it builds up first, yeah. and the shit is heavy. It hurts. Oh, I had what did I? I used to get like cabbage. Yeah, put it in the fridge, and you get your cabbage like leaves, mm -hmm. and you put them in your bra. Yeah, and they're like ice packs. Yeah, because it burns. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. Looking back, I don't know how I slept. I don't I, know what I was doing. I don't know how I, I think I, I could I, lie on my front or anything. I, I don't know. How, I don't sleep with like a bra or anything, just a top. But that, I think that was how I slept with a bra on because 
I didn't want anything to touch them. And even when I would move at night and I would, oh, oh it's making me feel sick just thinking about it. So <laughs> the fact that you was in a rave with these massive boots. I know. And just like, was you not hot? Did you like, because I felt like like from here upwards, you just feel like It was hot. in April. I don't think it was hot because I've got, there's pictures of me at this rave. I still have the pictures and I had like long sleeves on. So I don't think I was hot. No, I meant, did you like, cause I felt like from here up, I just felt, I felt like there was like steam coming out my ears. Oh no, I, to be honest, I don't remember it that deeply to be okay. honest. I just know that, that that's not a... something I can really forget. I was in the toilet, I was squeezing them. them how them long was you in there out. for? Do you remember? I don't know how long I was in there. I don't think I squeezed all the milk out. Like I just squeezed a bit out so that I could release the pressure. Yeah, no, yeah. I Do you know what I mean? I was just in there for a bit, not too long, but anyway. Yeah. So I, I completely I, forgot my point. No, I it, just the fact that like basically I, just, I was very unhappy. Yeah, you were unhappy. I feel like there was like I don't know if I had postnatal depression or not, but I, I feel like, like you did. Yeah, there was like a I did not connect to him in a way where I felt like. Yeah, I would have, at that point, it was very hard for me because I really wanted to go and do things. And I, I, I really felt like that was a little bit more more pressing to me. I, mm. I was like, okay, I would like to, I want to well, do... Well, that's one thing, like, when a party's done, you never want to go home. Well, and I didn't want to not go to the parties in the first place. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, why did you put yourself through that in the first place if you knew that you weren't going to be able... I, I do think that you don't know until... You, you're there yeah i don't know if i necessarily like i said because nobody was like do you want to think about this i don't think i even thought about what it entailed i don't even think it even really registered in my mind for me to be like okay this is what you're about to undertake do you know what i mean and then once i was there it's too late i'm here yeah do you know what i mean and i i now i feel like it's really sad because like i feel like i wish i would have I don't know, enjoyed that time more because now I look at him and I'm like, I wish you were a baby. <laughs> I wish you were a baby. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you want them to go back to being small. Yeah. I want you to be a baby now because, like, you're cute now, but you just are so cute and I want you to be a baby. Mm. And it's like, well, actually, he was a baby, Aunt Michelle, and you um, yeah. kind of missed what that. you said as well, he was a very good baby. He was amazing. Yeah. He hardly cried. He was so chilled out. Like, I didn't have any issues with him. I'm not going to lie. Like, he was 100% chill. He barely cried. He was just such a good child like, i had no problems no illnesses I, I can actually tell you in his whole life he's probably thrown up twice that's amazing do you know what i mean like he we he there's never been like these illnesses and just he's just been yeah great so i i was really lucky and i obviously at that point in my life lived at home with my family had my mom and my sister and stuff like that and people to support me and who were around um and i guess in a way to enable my bad behavior yes realistically because if i was just in some place by myself imagine i was in like some hostel mm. i was alone wow i know the depression would have real, really been real then yeah. i'm not gonna lie yeah but i obviously was quite lucky to have the support that i had <laughs> but yeah you, but you still had a good i still feel like you still had a good time i had a great time that's the thing i don't feel like i necessarily missed out on anything there was nothing really and i i did get to a point in my life Oh, and I'm definitely there now. Well, I don't care to do things anyway, to be fair. And I did get to a point in my life where I was like, well, obviously I can't be everywhere mm. and I can't do everything. And there are some things that I just, I can't go to or I just, I don't do, which is fine because it's not the end of the world and those things come back around all the time. Like, but when you're younger, you just don't see it like that. You're just like, no, I just need to be everywhere I want to mm. be. Like, it was like when your mum used to be like, 
you used to be like, mom, can I go here? Or can I go there? She's like, but you don't need to be everywhere. And you're like, well, yes, I do. But why, what's the reason I don't need to be everywhere? Can you, can you explain that to me? Like, I look at that and I feel like, I'm not gonna, am I gonna say that to my child? Am I gonna turn into my mom and be like, you don't need to be everywhere? Because to me, there was no logic in that sentence. I was like, well, why don't I need to be everywhere? Why can't I be everywhere? Yeah. What, I'm, what is it I'm doing that says that I can't be everywhere? I'm yeah, not doing anything true. else. Well, my mum never let me do anything. So. Well, do you know what? I'm like, I, think, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be like that. And I do feel like, obviously, I was 20. So, realistically, by the time he's 20, I'll be 40 or 41 to be, I'll be 41. But we're close. Not close in age, obviously. That's ridiculous. But I'll be quite young. 40 is young. You, do you know what it is? Because you had him at a young age, when he is that age, or even when he's like, when he's a teenager or yeah. something you would, I would understand be able to relate. Yeah. yeah so be the case if he's like i want to do this you know you got your phone let me know yeah but going. i've never been able to understand why our parents or a lot of parents acted like they were never young because i'm sorry you're not that old like calm yourself I'm sorry, my mom was out all the time so was mine my mom was raving all the time right but then i always wondered like why do they always act like they didn't do anything or they they were never young or they they don't understand where i'm coming from when i want to do things or i want to you know i mean obviously there's an element of safety and if something your child's doing is unsafe and stuff like that fair enough but just me wanting to be out with my friends why are you not letting me please Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and you think it makes you wonder why like do you all of a sudden forget your childhood when you become a parent and then just start being like no you can't do anything and my mom she where she where she grew up she lives in Haringey they like that was a community so it wasn't just like it was a lot of Caribbean people but you had like the Greeks like Cypriot whatever not and they always used to just play play, like play when they were young and play out each other whatever not and then when my mom went from like secondary to college where she met my dad I said to my mum, sometimes the way you talk, I feel like you had a better life before like I came along. She soul to soul DJ'd at her engagement party. Oh wow. I know. And so like it's like, well, why can't why can't I do that? But sometimes the way she says stuff, I feel like it's more my dad than her, but whatever. But I feel like I feel like I wanna be when our children are older and they wanna do things. I, I feel hope like they'll be reasonable. I hope that even even if I feel like no, not doing that, I hope that I can have like okay Benita think about so when I was that age and how my parents was with me and can I understand their logic as to why I'm going to say yes or say no yeah rather than just being like but that's the thing it's the reasoning because yeah. my mum would say no you can't do this and I'd be like why yeah and she would not be able to give me a reason and I and I just feel like you need to, uh, for a child or whatever for a teenager please can I have a reason yeah. like you want a reason otherwise it, to me you're just being unfair so I feel like and if you say no there must be a reason no there might, there, there, what, mm, I don't know okay so what would you say from after the struggles until now like what's been your highlight in terms of parenting what's been your like your i don't say your best moment but like when you're just like all that stuff you said about kind of like what ifs and blah 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 what what made you just feel like nothing is questioned like this is the best thing that ever happened to me Okay, I'm not sure if I could never ever really say this is the best thing that ever happened. Well, to no, me. but like, but you... I mean, obviously, I love my child. Yeah, right? and he he is he's amazing. He mm. is a wonderful thing. But I mean, it, like, if you think back and you think, okay, how could your life have turned out? Can I honestly say this is the best thing that happened to me? Mm, I'm not sure. He's the best thing person that's ever come into my life. Yes. Okay, so that's a different thing. Yeah. He's the best person that's ever come into my life. But in terms of like progression in life, 
Is that the best thing? I don't well, know. What, okay. That's let debatable. Me re- let me fair. rephrase. So what's been your like... What's the highlights of... Like, yeah, me- highlight of parenting, being a parent. It's the child that you get, realistically. Mm-hmm. My child, I feel like... Like I said, he would not be out in the street, in the, in the supermarket acting the, the fool. No. He is so well-mannered. He is so well-behaved. And realistically, everybody that meets him loves him. Yep. Everybody. And, and realistically, I raised him, okay? I raised him. And how he is is because of me. But that's what... So he's a good person. Because when you said he's a good baby, because you're laid back, as in terms of not like... You know, you get the fussy yeah. parents... Oh yeah, like, and this is the thing. Like you, no, don't, don't, no, no. But this is the him. thing as well. Like you with the, with the, with the, with the, with the stairs and stuff. I at no point had any worries. I never was like, oh, I don't know how to go downstairs. I'll work it out. I don't know how to go on the escalator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do what I have to Where do. Where like, I think of everything. Yeah, I don't like... have this like fear. I'm just like, okay, well, this is what I'm doing. Like anything I do, this is what I'm doing. I'll work it out. Like I'll eventually, I'll know what I'm doing. It's fine. Mm. And I never had this whole, I don't know what I'm doing as a parent type thing, which is weird. I mean, as he gets older, I have that a little bit more now because there are more issues. Do you know what I mean? Where you have to really go have serious conversations with yeah, them, you know? when they ask you questions. When they and, ask you questions yeah. and you have to talk about life and you think, how do I explain this to this child? And how do I want them, you know? And you have to really start thinking about how do I want this person to be in society? And like, I want them to be a good person. Like you have to, but when they're a baby, you're really just making sure that they're alive they stay alive yep. and that they're, they're looked after well. There's not this whole like, you're not really developing their personality as much when they're a baby. So I had no fear. I was just like, yeah, I'm just doing what I gotta do. Just gotta do what I gotta do, yeah. Yeah. I, I've had, I, I've, I'm the opposite. Because yeah. Because you know how I think. But I'm so, I guess laid back, which sometimes is to my detriment, but anyway. But I think in like terms that. of when, like, when I say he's a good baby, because you were so kind of like laid back and you know, whatever, I felt like, he was like that as well like even looking looking after him and stuff like yeah okay okay we'll just chill whatever not you're gonna go to sleep there was one time where misha knocked on my door because she couldn't get into sleep and he did that thing where he would lay down and then he'd get up and lay down whatever not and then he just but it was not like my child was to you last night like she was a hot mess but like he was just very chilled a chilled baby yeah Hmm. so i mean it's the knowing that like he is very smart. Yes. Very like talented. He's good. An at amazing people... singer, by the way. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> he thinks, yeah. And people, every person that meets him is like, he's so so polite. He's such a character. He's got such a personality. Like, whenever somebody meets him, all I get is compliments. And he knows more people than I know. I'll be walking places and he'll be waving at them. They'll be like, oh yeah. And I don't even know who they are <laughs> anyway. <laughs> from school, wherever they're from. But he's just that character that's out there and people love him and i feel like you know i'm proud of him so and i i feel like i did that you know mm, yeah, you there did. was things you have to i guess sacrifice a lot and i'm not talking about the partying and stuff like that because i do feel like i'm a little bit over that it's fine but i'm talking about you know financially and things like that to raise your child like on your own as well like i mean at this point in my life i no longer live at home you know and i have to run my household and stuff like that and do mm-hmm. all sorts of things so I mean, I'm now. I'm more than happy. I'm happier than ever to be his mother. Yeah. Like, I don't have that issue. Like, I don't have those issues that I had before. But I really do feel like that could have been postnatal depression. To be fair. Yeah. Because looking back, it, looking back, and that's another topic as well. Postnatal depression, but it most likely was. Yeah, but I obviously wasn't diagnosed or going no. to a doctor or anything. I just no. 
cried it out on the streets of London with my, my like, you know, at the clubs or wherever yeah. I was doing. I cried it out at the end of the night. I mean, looking back at that particular moment, obviously, now I'm a parent, I can understand. But back then, like, you were my first friend that had a child. I was, yeah. The so only, yeah. I had no, like, clue. So when you were like that, Misha handed you really well. And I think at that stage, in terms of our friendship, Misha knew you like, a lot, lot better. But I just felt, I, I understood what you were saying. But looking back, I was just like, I don't know what to say. I Yeah, but who knows what to say? That's yeah. awkward as hell. Even if somebody did that to me now, I would be like, oh my God, I, I don't know what to I do. Mean, if someone, if, I mean, if someone was just like, like a new mum, like, oh, like, you know, like, I, I, like, I, I don't, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have had this baby. Like I should have just blah, blah, blah. I can understand like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But back then I had no freaking clue. And I was just like, my friend is in distress really badly, really genuine. And I don't know what the fuck to say. Apart from she was just gonna have, she, she would go have a cigarette or like just stand there while you cry. Don't want to put my hand around you. Cause you, you know, like I was just like, I think that was quite awkward for me. But looking back now, I can totally not relate, but I can understand. And I wish that I knew then what I did now because I'd have so much to say. But I was just basically just standing there, like, oh, this night went really, <laughs> really yeah, but well. The night was always good until the, the night. End. The night I only was had good until the, at the very at end. the end. So it it's was kind like of like my body was waiting. It's like right, the night's over. It's time like, to cry. I'm just like, oh, I'm and not. I'm not normally an emotional drunk, and I'm not an emotional drunk now, and I've, I'm not really an emotional person at all. But at that time of my life, mate, any time end of the night tears yeah that is it tears oh gosh no i couldn't um... but i do want to um say to anyone who is listening i feel like i don't know if we've made it sound great (laughs) (laughs) and it is it it does get great i mean for some people it starts great and yeah you know and for some people it gets great and i feel like i was a was a grower not a shower that's actually really good literally i grew to it it was like do you know what i mean so there is definitely highlights which obviously we will go as the episodes go go on and stuff into different topics to relate to parenting and our views and our perspectives on it and and things like that but i just want to make it clear (laughs) we love our children yes (laughs) yes we do we do love our children um but i feel like you know how you said that when you told like your family and stuff and you said it to me before after I had my my daughter that you said that no one tells you like how yeah. difficult it's going to be so like that happens like a lot like and I was very honest with you anything, yes anything that was I was like well this is what happened to me let me just tell yeah, you exactly I what happened I think I rang you once because I feel like my mum wouldn't have something about having my daughter and I remember ringing you and you were like Benita like that's your child yeah. like <laughs> like you and i was just like yeah you i'm being dramatic you are right it's just because like i really wanted to do this thing oh you wanted to go swimming or something wasn't it yes okay so it wasn't the fact so right just basically i was meant to go swimming and my mum had to attend to my brother and basically took ages therefore i couldn't go swimming but i think i was more annoyed because I was prepared to go swimming. We discussed this. Right. But lastminute.com, she messaged me. It's like, I'm still here. Like, you can't go. And I was just like, that's really pissed me off. Because yeah. I was actually looking forward to having some time away from her. And just, you know, I'm fat, mum. I need to exercise. Like, 
<laughs> and you've ruined my plans. Which is totally understandable. And my whole thing was, yeah, I totally get when you've got plans or you're, you've got something that you want to do or you expect to do something, you're going to be annoyed. But then my whole thing was, well, realistically, if she's attending to her child, you must do the same thing. Isn't it really? Because yeah. that was my whole thing. Because yeah. I feel like it's because she was doing something with, with her with your brother mm. that it was like okay well she's obviously attending to her child and that's her priorities yeah. and then some you've got your own priorities which are not her priorities yeah which was the which was what i was saying because yeah. now i feel like if if my child needs me i don't really okay i'm off yeah See you, bye. <laughs> i think i just didn't like her attitude but when i was i just needed a well rant. that's okay i needed a rant and then you put me straight and then i was like do you know what i'll, I'll just go another day it's right fine. yeah <laughs> so that's how one, easily can I'm these problems be solved I'm very set in my ways about where like if we're going out somewhere so it's not like there's always something on every week so it's not like oh, like so when I do go out somewhere I obviously give her enough notice and she can have her but I don't apart from that swimming time I don't think there's been a time since so far that I've been like really annoyed that I couldn't go somewhere yeah apart from when big nasty show oh okay but i wasn't that annoyed because i can understand why i couldn't do it yeah but in that sense like yeah i haven't really had a moment where i'm like oh god like this child yeah and we're (laughs) lucky because we have we had well i had and you have i still my mum is still i mean i live with because i live with my mum yeah we had our, our mothers yeah um and our families and stuff that and friends that were there to support us and some people obviously don't have that no they don't um but yeah i think that we have come to the end mm-hmm. of our very first episode of where to your mother podcast yes um like i said we will be really breaking down some of these parenting issues and um feel free to contact us um we are on twitter at why no at wtym pod on twitter <laughs> yeah um and we have an email at wtym pod at gmail.com if there are any people out there who either are first-time parents or parents or about to become parents and or thinking about becoming thinking about becoming parents yeah. whatever it is and there are any questions or anything that you think that you would like to hear us discuss or talk about any experiences experiences that we've been through definitely uh tweet us or email us um and we'll get back to you yes yes we shall so thanks for listening everyone (laughs) (laughs) bye